He didn't yeah. want to let Backstrom down. He didn't want to let OV down. If I go to Rocket Bar, I know I'm getting pretty fucked up. I think this is a good player. He's a very good, skilled player. The Hurricanes are fucking garbage. Dude, if you played the Bowie Bruins back in the day, you knew this play. What it do, DMV? It is episode 53 of Chirpin' DMV. I'm joined by a couple guests because we're still killing time. Uh, we'll start it off. We got my, we're going to be co-hosted today by my boy, Queese. He's been on a couple times. What's going on, baby? Yo, what's going on, Bill? How we doing, man? I'm chilling. We're recording this last Friday, so we're having a couple cocktails here, tossing them down, enjoying quarantine. Um, and we're joined by your buddy, Travis Ward, the equipment manager uh, for the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. Travis, what's going on, man? Welcome to the pod. What's happening? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, like you said, we're kind of killing time. We're talking shit, talking hockey, getting people through quarantine season. Um, but uh, we'll, just, we'll kind of start with that. Quiz, I'll start with you. What have you been doing, man? You've been working from home mostly. You've been out and about. What have you been doing to kill time? Um, since all the rinks are shut down, man, just working from home. You know, just, you know, mm-hmm. the daily nine-to-five grind. Uh, trying to keep the bills paid. That's about it. I heard that. I heard that. What about you, Travis? Yeah, I'm just <clears throat> working from home. Not, uh, not much. Not much. Uh, I can really do at the rink. So uh, back here in DC and taking care of the, the orders for next season and whatnot. So um, trying to enjoy myself and then spend some time with my girlfriend uh, while I'm still here. So not it's not too bad. <laughs> Heard that. So how are we we get we getting our hockey fix in anyway? Chris, I saw you trying to work with your um your stick and your shit the other day. I mean, I I set up a trash can in the backyard. We'll shoot some pucks at it at empty beer cans. But besides that, there's nothing to do. Yeah, I mean they got the they got all the roller rinks around here shut down. So I went over to Watkins to take some shots, man, and they had that thing chained up pretty good. So I had to settle to annoy my neighbors in my apartment building by just sticking it on my floor. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll kind of we'll kind of start there with you, Travis. You talked about getting equipment stuff ready for next year. You're talking about getting the orders ready. So we'll start with that. We'll start with this previous season. I mean, did your season get cut short um, by this? coronavirus crap or did you guys were you guys done already what was what was the deal with that so we were actually uh we had just we had just finished the season um we had just uh uh lost in the first round of playoffs um first time in five years we had made it though so it was uh it's a pretty pretty good uh feat there but uh yeah we, we lost so our season had ended and we were um this whole virus uh thing went down right about the time um that we were kind of re-racking after that weekend that we lost. So it, it, it uh, kicked us off for um, uh, the last week there. And, and we've been, um, you know, we had to send everybody home. And, uh, you know, we're not, not doing anything as a team or anything like that, following all the NCAA regulations that they've got in our conference in the WCHA. Um, so uh, it, it, it sucked. But uh, at the same time, you know, you, you love to be out there with the guys and, and being hands-on in the rink. But um, this is causing us to have a little bit of a different go here. So try to make the best of what we got. For sure. So you said you mentioned making the playoffs first time in five years. Kind of talk about that program a little bit. I mean, I don't think too many people are familiar with Bridge in terms of NCAA hockey. So kind of talk about that, how you got a part of the program, how you became an equipment manager there, and just, you know, the program itself. 
Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. We uh, so Alaska Anchorage. I'll be honest. Before I I went out there to work for them, I had never been to Alaska. Um, I knew good hockey players coming out of there. Obviously, guys like Scott Gomez and Nate Thompson, and Brandon Dubinsky, and those guys that uh, you kind of grew up watching. Um, at least for me and my age, uh, it was a it was kind of a whirlwind of a story actually. And Keith Keith was kind of there for part of it. Um, I worked at the uh, the rink in uh, at uh, Kettler where the Caps practice and uh, did a lot of uh, worked in the pro shop there and just fell in love with with hockey equipment and um, you know knew a couple of the guys that were bouncing around the rink. And uh, long story short, after three years of working down there. I got a phone call and and I I had expressed to um to uh to a couple people I knew in the business that that were uh, pretty successful that I wanted to uh, make a career out of it and it was the first opportunity that came um so I was sitting in my home and actually actually that's a lie I was out at the bar with Keys and uh <laughs> and we were yeah and uh I got a call from Alaska and they offered it to me so uh 5 days later I was sharpening 30 pairs um out there in, in Anchorage and um, yeah, it's, it's a, you know what I, it's, it was new, new for me. Uh, like I said, I'm young and, and not uh, as, as uh, familiar with, with how it all goes, um, let's say, but um, learning the NCAA and, and all that was, uh, it was definitely a blast. Um, but my, the staff I work with out there, those guys are, are second. To, I mean, they're, they're just, they're amazing and they couldn't have been any more welcoming and, and working with me. And they're also great guys and great coaches and, um, love the game as well. Um, so it, it's it's interesting, you know, you, you think of uh, all these good college hockey schools like Minnesota or North Dakota or uh, hockey, anything in the Hockey East, really. Um, but, uh, you know, we're right there contending with them. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're on a, a positive swing for our season, a good momentum push. I think that we've got a great group of guys coming in. Um, but when it comes down to all the coaching stuff, to be completely honest with you, when it with recruits and all that, that's just that's I, that's why those guys get paid the big bucks, right? I'm just there to be I'm there for the boys, get their laundry done for them. So um, get the they come off the ice and yeah, come off the ice, grab their stick, you know, a little handshake with them or something, just uh, just uh, you know, keeping the mood light and, um, and, and you know, keeping the mood light in a serious game. So. Uh, I'm fortunate, like I said, to have a, to have an awesome staff that's been welcoming me in, and, and uh, we had a great season, and uh, proud of the guys, and, and um, I'd like to think that uh, that was probably the most fun year of my life, getting to work out there with them, and I'm excited to go back. Um, I will uh, I will say that uh, I think the biggest uh, big attraction that came to to uh, a lot of my friends and uh, back home here in Washington that was uh, Jay Beagle was actually. Uh, one of the one of the guys who played in Alaska, two thousand five, two thousand seven. Oh, so yeah. we've got a nice big picture of him hanging in the office there, and it's uh, pretty special for me because uh, you know I get to walk in there. And it's a little piece of home being so far away. So, um, but you love it like that, and, and you know, for me to kind of spend the year learning the, the rich history of of uh, you know college hockey to a, to another level, um, other than just watching it on TV or going to games uh was 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 fantastic and I, I love you know each and every one of my guys on that squad and then we had uh you know we had a fun time and really looking forward to getting back out of here next year yeah i think as hockey guys we we follow college hockey to an extent but we're not i mean i can't speak on everybody like i'm not invested in it. i'm not gonna watch like a bu game like i watch a fucking caps game or something but 
you know who the sure. teams are, you know what goes on with it. But yeah, it's got to be kind of interesting just to get into an actual program. I mean, I was going to ask you if, if there was a thought process once you got the job offer, but if, fuck, if you're in Alaska five days later, then apparently not. Um, I guess yeah, I'll- I was. I was actually. I was out at the bar, and I was the keys, and I was, and I had a, yeah. I had a couple of drinks, and the boys, boys were buzzing, and I just. I I uh, got the phone call and and I had been plugging for it, you know. So he said, you know, you could take some time. Uh, I got a call from the head coach said, you know, you're more than welcome to take some time to think about it. And I said, oh, I'll I'll buy a plane ticket tomorrow. I said, oh, I, there's no thinking. I want to go. So uh, I I knew it was like a necessary step for me in in the hockey world that if I wanted to move up at all or um, just get more experience and you know have a better time than I was having. Um, and that was the right thing to do. And I was, I was so bought into that idea that I was, I was willing to take, you know, the first thing that came my way that was, you know, halfway across the world. So uh, from, from Washington. So it's, uh, it's really, uh, it really opened my horizons. Like you said, you're not watching like a BU game or, or you know, record it, you know, you're not watching college hockey as much as you're watching the NHL, but um, just, you know, to, to see where some of these, NHL players have come from and the history behind it. And, and uh, you know, it brings a fan out in you too. Um, and, and just seeing the great rivalries in college hockey and getting to be a part of the, the chance to compete, uh, you know, so that's, it's definitely, uh, it's been a, it's been a learning curve for me in that sense. Um, I knew how, you know, I knew the hockey is pretty well growing up because, mm-hmm. you know, we were up and down the East coast and always in Massachusetts or somewhere up in new England um, playing ourselves as we, when we were younger. But uh, getting the real the real experience of it all the way across there and up there in Alaska has been uh, has been awesome. And uh, seeing some of these teams play and, and getting to go to their barns and um, just you know being a part of all of it, kind of behind the scenes, has really been uh, you know it's hard work, but it's but it's fun. You know, it's why you do it. You love the game. Like you know, you see where you know you're going to different schools and, and you see the NHL players you grew up watching. You know, with their college numbers hanging up there you know, something tributing to them. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's definitely, uh, definitely special um, to see where these guys came from and kind of the roots behind what made them so great. Uh, yeah. So it's, that's been, that's been a blast. Yeah. It's probably going to be the kind of like, kind of like Keith at Lebanon Valley. You go there, you'll see his Jersey hanging. <laughs> in Rowan. We hockey Jersey just somewhere. I mean, ours yeah. is right there. Um, we'll circle back to that. Cause I got a couple of questions, but yeah, I want to tag Cleese in here. So how much shit are you trying to pry out of him in terms of free equipment on a regular basis? Well, the thing is, like, I ask for one thing. Like that, let's go. Yeah, I ask for one thing. I'm like, all right, look, just give me something. I don't really care what it is. I know people are asking. Just like, whatever it is, man, I don't mind. But, you know, I got, got a pretty cool quarter zip. It was pretty dope. Um, got a press pass. I'm going to try and use next year at some point, too, from this year. I'm going to just, you know, use some white <laughs> and get a little numbers. That's a Cambridge press pass. Yeah, exactly. So you got to fly up to Alaska to make into a game. Hey, you know, well, got to make a trip. We made was, one trip this year. We went down to come. Arizona State. <laughs> So that was a good time, but uh, don't know, don't know how much of that we can talk about on here. But you know, it's definitely a good I trip. Mean, you, uh, like I said, you can talk about whatever the hell you want on this podcast. It's all it's you want to talk about. To to no, I mean, look, I'm just saying it was a good, it was a good trip because it was a good trip for enough because you know, one, you get to see the boys. I haven't seen, Tra- you know, at that point, I hadn't seen Travis all year, um, and it just so happened that the Caps were playing. The cut the yotes the next right night. that was the same weekend yeah because powers was yeah. down there for the game yeah 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 so we had, we had went down for that and you know saw both games uh, despite some flight trouble for me and uh, me and my buddy on the way down there but I mean it was a, it was a cool time I mean it was a lot of fun um, it was a good time to see everybody and get together and have a couple you know a couple of drinks a couple of laughs 
after the game. Yeah, you go to Arizona get all the hockey, hockey guys back together and have a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go to Arizona that, State, pool parties, some chicks out there in bikinis and shit. You're like, listen, we're over yeah. the hockey team here. We're good to go. Yeah, exactly. yeah and kudos to, kudos to them on their hockey team, honestly. They got a they got a I can speak for their from, from being with their staff. They're yeah, they're great. They're great guys. Uh you know, they're, they're equipment guy, at least when I say that, and they're, um, you know, they're medical guy, they're awesome people. So uh, shout out to those guys because they have a good time and they treat you the right way. Um, as do all these schools do when, when you go visit, but they were, uh, they're, they're awesome. And they've got, will, they've got a pretty cool, you want to talk about the coolest uniforms and the coolest gear in college hockey? That's the place, Arizona State. Yeah. And <laughs> like you said, like if you're a recruit, if you're a big time recruit, you're not going to fucking Arizona State, like what are you doing? Like, at this point, yeah. it's, yeah. like, like we're, we're, it's almost like football in Oregon, almost. What, top 15, top 20 this year. You're coming to Arizona State, yeah. going to Boston, UBU, which is obviously a big hockey school, but come to Arizona State, there's chicks out all winter, pool parties. It's sick here. I mean, Marley Lemieux's son fucking plays there. It's just kind of, yeah. why not sack the program? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Travis, question for you, though, man. What, what, so far, Trav, what was the, what was the best rink? Or I guess not best, but the nicest and coolest rink you get to the year. I mean, I so I kind of I always think that, and I break it up just based on you know how I, I how I how I feel about the like comparing what amenities. So I think environment, um, you know, University of Maine first game of the season, Alphon Arena, great place, uh, fantastic equipment guy there, Kevin Ritz, awesome facility, just a great. It's a big, it's a his, it's a historic place. You see Paul Correa on the wall, um, you know, Jimmy Howard, a bunch of these guys, like I said, that you see growing up. And, uh, you know, that was definitely, that was my first game. So that was special. It was a cool place. The, the fans were really into it. You know, it's hockey. East. Minnesota State, um, I'd say that was, that was a pretty, uh, pr- that's, a, that's probably the nicest one that I've been to as in amenities wise. I mean, um, they've got a really great arena there, and and uh, and also another fantastic staff. Those guys are absolute beauties. Um, couldn't be greater. Very helpful for young guys like myself. Um, great program. So you know you give kudos to them and 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 uh, all they do over there. But uh, I, I'd say Maine, Minnesota, Minnesota State, and I don't know. Those are probably the two that really stick out. Uh, Bowling Green's pretty cool. Um, but uh, I, I we're playing. I believe we're playing Denver next season um, at Denver, and I've heard great things about Denver, so I'm excited to go check that out. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting question I have too. Is like your travel schedule's got to be fucking brutal. I mean, it's probably awesome flying around, flying around, going to all these uh, awesome universities and shit. But I mean, how many NCAA hockey teams are in Alaska? You can just play on a normal basis. I mean, you got to get league games, you get conference games in. Yeah, fucking Maine. It's. I mean, what's the travel schedule like? Yeah, it's 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 actually it's yeah it's pretty brutal. Um, I mean it's it realistically it's not terrible because your flights are generally pretty long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll fly to Seattle um, or Portland and then go from there to to Minnesota or Maine or Ohio or you know Arizona State wherever we may be going. Um, but for me, it's not bad. You know, I, I just, I, I can, that's when I get to sleep. So um, I take full advantage of sleeping on the plane. Um, everything's, you know, they smooth, they take good care of us. And, uh, it, you know, it is, those, those bus trips to the upper, the UP are pretty, pretty rough. Those are seven hour bus rides, but that's, that's caked compared to what some guys get. So 
uh, you know, all in all, it's not bad. I can't, I, as much as some guys might hate that travel, I like sleeping. So I'll take the sleep on the plane for two, two, four hour plane rides to, you know, maybe one to Seattle for four and then another one to Massachusetts for five. I'll take nine mm-hmm. hours any day of the week, I imagine especially during the season. Kind of group these together these trips so you probably got some layovers in some cool cities or some cool universities did you guys ever i mean I, i'm not gonna say the players but <laughs> you guys like as a staff ever go out and get a little fucked up on the campuses or wherever you're at um yeah we've definitely been out and had uh you know we have our our fair share uh fun definitely uh when you're when you're in season um it's uh you know, and you're playing games, it's, it's a little bit, uh, you know, you want to behave yourself and, and, you know, be professional, but, um, there have been some times where we've, uh, we, we've gone out and had ourselves, uh, me and my athletic trainer have gone out and, uh, um, had it, you know, had a few, had a few pops and enjoyed ourselves, uh, just taking it in, what, you know, the cities that we're in. Yeah. I might tie your skate a little looser than usual or tighter, but besides that. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> could impact the game. No, <laughs> we have our fun. We we went to see uh we went to the Red Wings and the Bruins this season um on a Sunday and I'd never been to that. I'd been to the Joe in Detroit obviously, but uh I had never been to um Caesar, little Caesar. Uh, new little Caesars Arena. Yeah, and that place was pretty cool. Um I I could really care less who won the game. I was just I was interested in seeing the, the facility. Yeah. Um but uh and actually the Red Wings beat the Bruins, which was like a huge deal because apparently at the time the Bruins were are, we're in first place and that that might be an, a, a side note is it's it's tough to follow the nhl um for me during the season so i as much as i you know i've watched the caps and i've watched all these other teams my whole life and i'm so wrapped up in my own league it's I, i'm never really getting to watch games so uh the nhl kind of went right past me this year i went to a couple games when i was back in washington over the holiday break but uh it, it, it's you know you're so busy and you've got so much stuff that um you're focused on uh you know the ncaa and you don't get time to watch you know because the games come on at like seven o'clock eastern time which is 3 p.m and i'm usually in the yeah, middle of I, I remember trying to like get you on earlier in the season while the season was actually going on and just we're being like seven hours apart and me and Queese would text you and then we get a text like, <laughs> time it was like 4 a.m <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it sorry <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 it was definitely tough on the time for sure with everybody, especially people I'd communicate back home with. But uh, you know, Keys is up twenty four seven, so you can catch him anytime. Um, but I was definitely uh, you know go into the rink early, get my work done, and practice, and make sure everything's good, and then go home and go right to bed. I I, I didn't spend much time doing anything else beside hockey because um, you know it's it does. It does take up a lot of your time, but at the same time, there's nothing else I'd want to be doing. You know, I love it. So um, I'm young, and it's a good opportunity, and I'm having a blast with it and learning a lot. So for me, it's it's uh, I was okay with that, and now I can come back home. And, you know, usually I'd be out with you guys, but now I'm, yeah, you know, we would definitely stuck be doing inside. Over beers yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keith has seen uh, a seen a, a, a couple good incidents of all of us being out together in, in the middle of the city. <laughs> yeah, last time I was with police, we were fucking Oh, yeah. That was, nice. that was the last yeah. time I seen you in person. And, yeah, I, mean, I know. Weird. That was a while ago. That was that? like yeah. close to the end of baseball season, right? I don't know when the hell it was. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's kick it over to you because I haven't, I haven't really talked to you much since the prep season ended um, for Gonzaga there. I mean, not the – not the ideal ending, no cha- not a single championship for the first time in however many years. 
in any yeah. division. So kind of, would you guys get bounced in the first round of Georgetown prep? I think it was. No, we got bounced. Well, Varsity won. Yeah. I can't remember prep, who they lost. Prep went out. I think the prep or yeah. prep went out to Georgetown prep, and I think what your your squad went out in what the semifinal. Uh, yeah, semifinal. That good council actually who ended up winning. Um, well, yeah, talk talk us through that. I mean. Good count. Whatever. I mean, I mean, congratulations to them. I mean, um, I don't know who their goaltender is, but he's a, a team Maryland kid. Same kid um, they had last year, or not last year. The team the, when I was coaching, two was I yeah. two seasons ago. Now, same kid. He was yeah. a stud. He was a good. He's a big, tall kid. Team Maryland. Yeah, he's really good. He, he stood on his head, man. He really kept them in that game um, a good a good bit. Um, and I mean, honestly, they they showed up. We showed up. It was just it was a close game. It was a hard fought game. Our guys played well. Um, it was kind of tough taking that loss because this senior class isn't my first class of like they weren't freshmen they were sophomores but I had a majority of those guys my first year on uh, on JV actually with me so you know we had a, a little bit of a connection and even more so next year with the freshmen that are graduating next year um, but I mean you know we just had a good group of leaders this year both teams I mean all three teams I mean found yourself in the semifinals again on the V two side at least. Um, I mean, I mean, t- I mean, you say it was a tougher loss. I mean, it could have been tougher than the beat that Riken put on you, but. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That Riken game kind of went down to the to the last minute, though, a bit there. You're 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 sweating a little bit over there. Four one in the third period, we were chilling. You were no, sweating I, a bit. I was though. Like that entire fucking game. It's because well, <laughs> the same thing happened with Good Council that year. They, we played them three times. They beat us the first two games. They whooped us, and you guys yeah. beat us too the first two games. Yep. And uh, yeah. but yeah, so the, your prep squad there. I mean, solid lineup again. Uh, Farrell, Dan, all those guys. I mean, wh- what do you got in terms of key losses? You got any, anybody coming in? Or I mean, I mean, that was what for the four peat, right? This year was would have been for the four peat. That would have been for the four peat, yeah. Yeah, I believe for for prep. But um, I mean, every year it's you know it's a different set of you know. I guess, you know, assessments that you have to take and it's, it, they're all, they're all bad losses. You know, you never want right, yeah, to move a program. I mean, it's, I mean, all the kids on our team kind of, you know, we, what I was surprised about is how spread out the scoring was this year. Um, it was, it was quite interesting because it makes me kind of not be worried about losing a big class. Cause I think we had about, you know, we had a lot of seniors this year, maybe close to 20 or so throughout the two team, two uh, top teams. Right. Um, but, you know, a lot of leadership from the younger guys is, is nice to see. You got some sophomores really stepping up. Um, I'm not 100% sure about freshmen coming in because of, you know, the virus and everything. We don't have a spring season, so it's kind of hard to connect with those guys. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't wouldn't count us out, man. You know, we're, we're still, I mean, we're still standing straight. I mean, two episodes ago when we had – uh, Dante on, yeah, like yeah, like we we were always good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Same thing because he, he played. Yeah. You guys, I think it was they beat you in the first round of the playoffs. They're like, yeah, you never know with them because they they just like intern John was saying. It's like they always just find the fucking bounce. Like no matter what it is, they just find a way to win games. It's like kind of yeah. Crazy. I mean, my response to that was, you know, it's just hard work. You know, if you do, if, you, if you move your feet, you know, you'll be in those places. You know, that's true. That's true. But fortune um, favors fortune favors the bold. Yeah, true. And you can walk around with swag when you. Win fucking three championships in a row. <laughs> I mean, and all the credit to those two guys for you know doing what they did to the prep program. I mean, it's you know they're definitely bringing it up and yeah, they're buzzing on the map, man. I mean, and 
kudos to the entire league, as you've seen this year. There's a lot more parity going around. I mean, oh, yeah. Landon going from not making the playoffs to the AC and then not winning the championship right after. Exactly. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, kudos to everybody involved in both both divisions. I mean, it's great. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll start to tie, tie both of you back in here. I mean, when did you guys first meet? When did you start playing together? I mean, Travis, I don't know much about your youth playing career in the area. I obviously know Marquise because I was stuck on the bench with him a lot. But kind of take Marquise a local legend, man. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. If you don't know Marquise in a hockey community, then you've they never played today, Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, I've uh, I so I played growing up. Uh, I played um, I played wrestling Raiders for a while, um, and I was uh, I was a big lacrosse player as well, actually. So I ended up taking after going into high school. I kind of just stopped playing lacrosse goalie. Um, I'm sure I played against Keith sometime growing up uh, in hockey. I mean, I we weren't we didn't become like tight no, so uh, didn't, until didn't, we were. We don't know each other through like playing or anything. Really, well, together. we knew each other through we're playing beer league, yeah. But yeah, beer league <laughs> working together, yeah. But it's it's a small world. I mean, ever since I've known Keith, uh, him and I, have, it's it's just it's kind of been a it has a you know as my girlfriend will always say it's been a team. You know, it's been me, her, and then him. So um, <laughs> we've done everything together. Whether it's been playing hockey, going out, we've been you know we had a we we had a couple of good trips to the beach and like you know Arizona and all that stuff. So. Um, but we, we played together, uh, just about, you know, a couple times a week when, uh, we were just playing pickup hockey, just from the hell of it. Um, just getting our skate in. And, uh, I mean, I'm fucking brutal, but he's, he's a decent player. So I was always happy to have him on my team. And, and when, it, when he wasn't, I would always, I would DM up half decently. That's about all I had was I, I would play shut down on him. Just I would I would he would get the puck coming through the neutral zone. I'd say, Hey, everybody back off. Let me take him one on one. Just start saying shit to him in the middle of the ice, starts laughing, they'll lose the puck or he'll walk it right by me. So it's uh it was fifty fifty. I was I was defensive with I was defensive with my mouth against Marquise and I always will be. That'll uh, that'll always be a one on one matchup coming coming over the blue line that I will always welcome with arms wide open. Talk that shit a champ. Oh my God! Yeah, it's great. Wild, yeah. So I mean, yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, just where were we guys playing? Where were we guys playing men's league? Like, a Kettler? Yeah, Played yeah. We were playing. We we're yeah. We play everywhere, but like yeah, we played there together for a long time. Those are some good skates, though. We had a lot of fun in that. A couple yeah. of good games. We even had Brian. Brian played on our team for a while too. Uh, yep. He's his cousin, so he was. Uh, that was always fun having those two out there and, and me on the back end. Usually I was – there There, there were points in those games where I just couldn't take it seriously and I would laugh so hard that I would have to get off the ice because somebody would do something stupid and I would just laugh my ass off and I would have to come off the ice because I literally was useless. I was just a pile <laughs> on laying on the ice laughing. Just like an absolute idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing everything together, then I guess we'll ask you, I'm sure you've been to plenty of Cavs games together. Cavs games together. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've been to plenty right. of those. So what's, what's the go-to routine? I mean, what bar are you pre-gaming at? Where are you going after? I mean, what, <laughs> it depends, it depends, it depends on the day, the week it is. Yeah, well, yeah. All right. If it's a start, let's, okay, let's start with this one. Say it's a fucking Tuesday night, 7.30 game versus Detroit, and then we'll get into the scenario okay. or two after. We're, we're, we're meeting up as quick as we can once both of us get off of work and, and we're, you know, having as many as we can in, in the walk to the arena. And then uh, go, going in and, and definitely like to get at it early, you know, so you can just, you know, catch a nice buzz quick in and um, 
but uh, we're 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 a Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon kind of yeah, game. Yeah, so you get that, so you get that one one o'clock game versus Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Get some yeah. brunch in us beforehand. You know, yeah, little, little, so little brunch. We would maybe. always go to we we'd always go to Matchbox for brunch, and yeah. uh, we'd we'd go there. You know, ten ten o'clock games at twelve thirty, and it's right by the arena. So we would go there and uh, have ourselves a nice Sunday morning couple couple whiskeys and uh then we would head into the games and, and definitely uh we'd be we'd be asleep by five o'clock p.m on a sunday after those yeah, exactly but never late for work on monday though so that's the best part never late yeah, never late for work so i mean if you're ranking if you're ranking top three pregame bars right there around the arena we go with we'll start with Ooh, you, right oh man uh that's a good one um it, that's easy. Each, each one's got a different feel to it. Like I, like we'll I, see. like I always say, right, like so. my pregame at Rocket Bar, I'm a blackout before the game. It's gonna be bad news. <laughs> I love, I love Rocket Bar. Yeah, Rocket Bar is great. But then we use, well, I usually usually start over here on Eighth Street. So if I start over here, I just start at Country Club, and then probably just you know get a ride straight down the street. Shout and, out, Country yeah. Club. Eighth Street Club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's last time I hung with Queese. That's where we were. Yeah, it's that's, a good spot, yeah. man. It's my spot. It's a good place to be. Um, but I'm just – I am happy Green Turtle's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know Travis remembers that. We got kicked out – Keith and I got kicked out of there because apparently our ID – my ID, I had still had my my uh, my vertical ID. I mean, I was like 23 at the time. But uh, both I just had to change it over. Yeah. yeah, we both had them. So they were like, oh, you guys can't drink. Like, you're not, these aren't the right IDs. I'm like, what do you mean? We're like 23, 25 years old. He's like – yeah, but you can't. So then the guy sitting in front of, in front of us at the bar, like who was sitting where we were ordering, he was like, "Oh, I'll just buy you guys drinks. Just give me money." We're like, "Sure." So because we could have walked in the arena and got a beer, but we, it was like an hour before the game, so we yeah. were like, "Whatever." So we just went in there, and this guy bought us a bunch of drinks, and they ended up throwing us out. <laughs> I mean, that's took like, our drinks and then kicked us out. It was just like, here, you know, yeah. Fuck. Like I, I never would go there, and then for some reason we went there for Game Five of the Cup. We beat Vegas, and we ended up leaving at second intermission because we were losing at that point. We're like, fuck Green Turtles. Their fault we're losing. We're getting the fuck out of here. But I guess, yeah, each bar's got its own. I mean, you can go to Bar Deco. That's kind of a, more of a chill vibe. That's, yeah. yeah. That's I love Bar Deco. Actually, three games at Rocket Bar it turned into, like, I went with some chick, and it turned into, like, seven or eight vodka sodas each and just <laughs> tell you how the game went. But that's that's, that's, that's post-game spot, usually. That's my drink. Yeah, that's Travis's drink right there. <laughs> that's my drink. <laughs> So, well, what did they just shut down there? Um, what's the uh, one in the movie theater next underneath the movie theater there? Right oh, there. Bar Louie. They shut Bar down Louie. Movie, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Castro Pub. Clyde. Just I, that place sucked. That place sucked. That place was terrible. Clyde's yeah. bad. Bad. You could walk in. Rod Langway's just drunk as shit in the corner. You just give him a little knuckle real quick and just do like, <laughs> keep it moving. Yeah. The, I, I like Iron Horse. Iron Horse, Bar Deco, and Rocket Bar. Definitely a top three. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. There's, like, not many places I go around there, to be honest. Not really, yeah. Penn, Penn Quarter or Penn Commons is all right. Yeah, I mean, Commons is cool. Uh, yeah, we'll see, especially once they put this sports book in, uh, if we ever get hockey back. So, uh, we can we can stick on that topic there. I mean, Travis, you said you weren't able to watch much this year, but you could. You did what you could. I mean, what are both your thoughts? Yeah. Here? Going on with the cap. I mean, Queef, we got what four games with Colby Chuck only. I think with Dylan. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Thoughts, thoughts coming in to the season, or thoughts at the end of the season before we knew things were going to get shut down. I mean, what were you feeling? Uh, honestly, I just you know you hope for the best. So I, for me, it was I was just excited to get to watch him play in person. 
Um, I, I enjoy watching a live game. I do think that, uh, you know, obviously there's some very special players on that team, and I was excited to see Cole Chuck. I've never seen him play. Uh, well, I've seen him play, but not for obviously for Washington. So, uh, you know, that's a nice little nice little thing to get to say that you saw him play in D.C. with Ovechkin and those guys. So. the biggest – fucking disappointing thing about the season is just we got four games with him and that was it like what could have been yeah yeah uh, I was excited to watch that but um just just to watch you know y- you always hope for the best and to watch them go as far as they can and just uh uh definitely getting to see them play in person is always fun for me so that was that was what I was looking most forward to um you know and then obviously uh play you know and playoffs and that's always fun so um, generically, I'd say I just you know, I'm just a fan of the game. I like to watch, you know, I'll watch the Penguins and Flyers play. You know, I just I, I don't uh, I love all of it. So if I'm watching, uh, but obviously, you know, there's always be a soft spot in my spot in my heart for Washington. That's that's home. So um, that's the team. But I, like I said, if there's one thing that I upset missing is is watching Kovalchuk play because you know I know he's he's uh, he's older now and he's, he's still, you know, he's still a grizzled bat. And I think that getting able, you know, seeing him play with, with Ovechkin would have definitely been something I would have loved to have seen, but don't know if we'll get to do that, but uh, you know, you hope so, but you, you just, you don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. We got the Russian trio, I think a couple times, but it was only after penalty kills. So like we'd kill a penalty and put him out there for that ensuing shift right after. It's like, you got to give him a whole fucking game, Uncle Todd. Like, come on. Quase, what were your thoughts on it? I mean, we were struggling as a team. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it, was a, it was a weird year, but I feel, you know, I kind of had that same feeling that I had in 18 because it was kind of like the same thing. We weren't necessarily, uh, I don't want to say fumbling to the finish line of the regular season as much, I don't think, but it was bad. I kind of had that feeling of like uncertainty. I was like, I don't, I don't know where this team can go because, you know, what you see is like, you know, you, see, you saw Minnesota kind of on a real big tear, Flyers right. on a huge tear. So it's like kind of hard to compare your team. Well, Philly whooped us like twice in ten days before the season even ended. I know, and it's and that's that's what makes it kind of hard to think about because on paper, the roster is phenomenal. You know, we're four lines deep. You know, three three deep pairs back, and you know, two good goaltenders. But like, you know, you see the teams that are rolling and teams that are kind of falling off, and it's kind of hard to put a estimated stab as long as I'm thinking about it from a coaching perspective. Like, I wouldn't even know. I don't think what to say in the locker room other than like pick up the effort maybe but like pick up the intent or not even effort the intensity out, I feel like the intensity know, like is what figure the fuck out for the most part uh, yeah like as I mean that would literally be my uh, which I've said a couple times in the locker room <laughs> a few times I mean and it's it's true though I mean sometimes you just gotta figure the fuck out and just like you know step the fuck up literally just step the fuck up and, and just play the game I mean it's not hard for sure you know? For sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I said last episode, I mean, it could be good if we kind of get back into it because we've had a big break. I mean, I'll ask you each, too. I mean, what's your ideal – I mean, if the season comes back, what's your ideal scenario? Do we go right to playoffs? Do we finish the regular season? Do we maybe cut the regular season back and end it on everybody's 62nd game, which I've seen? I mean, what's the best-case scenario in your eyes? What would you most like to see? Because you've seen the 2014 playoff format. I mean, you've seen it all. I would say go with – you know, the short end of the season to kind of give, you know, the teams a little bit of, and I know, I think Dante or intern John said this, but like give them some time to get back into something of a training camp for like a week and a half or something, two weeks just to get back with the team and then have like a couple games to end the season and determine some seating and and then have some playing games if needed, then go into the playoffs. 
I yeah, I would agree like. with that. You, you can't just take let these guys, you know, we, you can't let them be at home, I don't think, for so long and then just throw them right into the playoffs. I mean, some, some I think the biggest thing that plays into that is some teams didn't play as many games as other teams, um, you know, therefore giving them a, a better chance to advance in the standings at the point. So I think that I, I, would, I, I would hope that they wouldn't go straight into the playoffs. I think that would just, you know, there would always be an asterisk next to whoever won that year. Um, you know, you'd like to, to let them get their legs back under them for sure and then, you know, uh, deal with it however they may. But uh, definitely, definitely want some more regular season games in there, make it equal for everybody and, and let the guys get their legs back under them. Because um, you want good playoff hockey, you want your players to be playing well. So you don't want to just stick them in there when they've been sitting on the couch for, you know, a couple months. Um, you know, let them, let them, let them get their, their, their feet back under them and, and give them a legitimate chance to contend. Um, I, that's the way I see it. I mean, my question to you two, though, is, like, what do you, what do you guys think of, like, don't you think there's going to be an asterisk next to whoever wins it regardless? I mean, I feel like that's just. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, asterisk, the craziest fucking year in hockey. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you get a full playoff in per normal procedure in terms of you have four rounds seven best of sevens i mean if you had that maniac fucking 2014 playoff where it's like one game and then boom and then it's five game series and sevens but if you find a way to get because like i said the one thing i read yesterday was the rollback because i think a lot of teams are at 67 68 games anywhere from 68 to 71 games right now and the rollback was like all right every team at 65 points we'll cut it there um, you let these guys come back in a week or two of training camp, and then you start a normal playoffs. I think if you win a straight up playoff like that per normal year, you don't get a you don't get an asterisk. I mean, it's kind of weird, like you said, Travis. It's a fucked up season, but I think if you straight up win a normal Stanley Cup playoffs, you don't have too much of a something crazy on your record. Right, right. I, I totally agree with that, and that's why you know I think that. But but I, I you know you want to see the excitement, and you want to yeah. see uh, you know the players being able to play to their best ability, and you want them to to feel comfortable playing in, in serious games like the playoffs. So, like I said, I think having some, you know, obviously having more games is is the only way you're going to get that. And I think that, you know, they deserve that as as athletes to be able to to prepare themselves for, for you know, contending for a championship. So definitely get some more in there. I, I don't care if the first round of playoffs is flip cup. It can be flip cup and seven game series. But I'll tell you what, you know, you just you just hope you just hope they can get back out there as soon as possible. Yeah, I get anything over nothing at this point. Yeah. Anything over nothing. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah, so last last episode with Canamine and Curb, we did a, the Caps quarantine house thing. I just sent over the one the NHL posted to you, got, to you guys. Um, eight houses. Pick a house. Tell me which house. Tell me tell me why. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. I mean, house one looks like you got all the Toronto boys. House six. Is the um. Take a minute, let the, let the text come through, and let me know. I mean, if I start here, I mean, we all have to obviously say number six, so we'll, we'll, we'll cut that one out because <laughs> we would all pick it automatically. I mean, it's Tom's trying to fight everybody. Obi's a mess. Koozie's got snow, and um, TJ's just chugging beers through his shirt. So that's a party house, but, I mean, anything outside of house number six, what are we going with? Definitely number three. Number three or number four, those two stand out to me. I'd say three first. Uh, I, I'm a, I think Keith Yandel uh, is a is, is pretty funny guys. So I think that yeah, and Kevin is and um, you know I'd like to definitely pick Carter Hart's brain. He's a hell of a player for being so young, and uh, you know you respect that. I'd love to talk to him 
uh, but Johnny Goudreau, sure. But definitely Keith Yandel's a standout on there. I'm a big, big, uh, big fan of his, and uh, I, I, you know, from from uh, seeing seeing things on him and and um, being around him a few times, he's uh, I definitely go with him. Um, but then at the same time, you know, I, I have a I've always had a little spot for the Sharks. I got a lot of family out in the Bay Area and a lot of respect for Joe Thornton. And uh, um, you know, you love Brett Burns' style. He just brings a special funk to the game. Um, yeah, like Marlowe, another I, another I, veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's and he's got that big ranch in Texas. I think that that would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's a three or four for sure. How's Keese's? Looks a little jumping. Yeah, the Yan- Yandel and Kevin Hayes would be fucking hilarious. Get Johnny Hammond yeah. cheesing there. Yeah, I'd have to go three, my next one, after house six, obviously the Caps house. House eight would be a nightmare. Um, Keese, Keese, you seeing this? Yeah, Keese is, is in house one, for sure. <laughs> I can I can tell you that right now. Him and his boy, Biebs, and his, his star star buddy, Austin Matthews, they're definitely uh, – that's, that's a cool kid house, and – Keith is definitely in there with those guys, 100%. Looks like he's checking his phone and zooming on his phone. So we'll let him think about it once he gets back in. So I'll start to ask you this. We'll start to wind it down. I mean, equipment manager with the Seawolves there. I mean, you're what? that was your second season this past year? That was uh, that was my first season. First season? Uh, what are, what are, what are, that was my first season. Gotcha. So what are long-term goals? I mean, you is it, is it eventually like, you know, do you want to stay with – Alaska, do you want to maybe hop around the NCAA a bit? I mean, eventually get to the NHL. I mean, what's, what's, the, what's the game? Yeah, like? man, I, you know, honestly, I think everybody's dream is to make it in the big leagues. But at the same time, uh, for me, it's, um, you know, you got to work your way to get there. And I think that uh, I'm just starting here and definitely uh, definitely having a blast with with, uh, with my guys out in Alaska and that whole program. Um, right now, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going back another season with them. and. Uh, you know, from the, we'll go from there. But ultimately, I'd uh, you know, I'd like to be somewhere um, that that my girlfriend's happy with and I'm happy with, and uh, is a good program. But for me, to be honest with you, um, if I'm thinking about you know, ten years from now, um, it's tough for me to get my job done that day. So I just gotta roll with the punches. You know, I never would have thought I was gonna be in Alaska and. Um, just kind of letting the job take me wherever, but uh, yeah. as of as of right now, I mean, you know, still working there, going going back to Alaska here when they let let the let the uh, the plane start flying and um, do that. But uh, I'd, I'd like to keep doing this as long as I can, wherever wherever it may be. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's long term goal is just to, to stay in this position wherever it may be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you talk, you said it earlier. I mean, you're just it's an awesome job. You get to fucking be around the team, hang with the boys and just kind of travel and get the whole experience. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's, uh, it's very fun. It's, um, like I said, I've got a fantastic staff out there. Those guys treat me, um, incredible and, uh, a fantastic coaching group and, uh, just, just a, a great team that all the, all the boys are, uh, you know, they're great guys. So, uh, tough losing a couple seniors this year. Um, actually, one of our seniors just won the senior class award for the NCAA today, so that was huge. Um, big shout out to him. Um, but yeah, man, like it's uh, it's it's a fantastic job. It's a fun time. It's it's a, you know it's a hockey environment. And that's what uh, that's what that's what I live for. So um, I, I will say that uh, you know the, the people that helped me get here are definitely the biggest biggest parts of my life. Marquise being one of them. Um, we got a good buddy. 
uh, who, who happens to be in the equipment game, uh, a guy named Ray Straja. Uh, absolutely fantastic guy. Has helped me a lot in this process. So uh, definitely put him on the spot there. Keith knows him as well. He's a fantastic oh, yeah. guy. Uh, he's absolute machine. machine. You know, yeah. don't cross him, he'll destroy you. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely have to throw him in the mix there just as a quick little shout out to a, to a good guy who's, uh, who's been a good part of the hockey career for, for the both for both Keith and I. Bingo. Please, uh, we'll, st- we'll go to you real quick. Did you see that text? I mean, which house are you going with? And I got one last question for Travis. I don't we'll- know, man. I might go with the, go with the house with the old vets, man. The, the Joe Thornton. Um, who else is in there? <laughs> I don't know. I, there's something Thornton about those guys. Um, it's a good group of guys over there. Um, I feel like, you know, just the, the stories would be pretty cool to hear. And, you know, just they're all probably pretty chill people, it seems, from what I can tell. You know, they're all good guys. Definitely seem like they want to sit down and have a couple have, have a couple of drinks with and you know just be able to kind of get school on some good stuff. Heard that. So, Travis, last question here before we call it an app. I mean, what's the what's sure. the most fun part of the job there, and what's the worst part of it being an equipment manager? Uh, so I'll start with the worst. The worst part of it is um, uh, is definitely uh, the lack of the lack of sleep that you get. Um, when you when you've got home games and you're you know you're doing laundry you're sharpening it you're getting everything ready you doing orders for guys whatever it might be um, you know you don't get a lot of sleep but uh, that that comes with it but that's definitely tough because I, I can be pretty lethargic um, just on those travel days and, and you know game days and whatnot um, the best part of the job is is uh, you know waking up and and uh, instead of you know sitting at a desk nine to five watching YouTube videos on hockey or you're right. sitting on the bench watching it firsthand. So for me, it being the one thing I love, um, it's always been uh, a game that that's, uh, I've had great appreciation for. And for me to be able to to, to have a career in that field um, and, and just in, in the game of hockey is, and, you know, is definitely the, the best part of it. Um, but then, they get, you know, the, the boys, like you'll love the boys, right? Yeah. Like the boys are just absolute beauties. Uh, a lot, a lot of them, uh, a lot, a lot of great guys. And, and like I said, on my team many times, I think that um, that's definitely, you know, you, you get to be around the boys all day. And, and as some people might get sick of it, but if you're sick of it, then hockey's not for you. So uh, I definitely love that too. Love it. Well, there it is. And, yeah. and trying the equipment. And trying the equipment. I'll throw that in. Because I do. I, have <laughs> I mean, an if there's an extra stick or two, maybe you, got, you might get a couple free sticks throughout the season, which doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, working, working with the guys and learning all of it. But at the same time, I like to get out there and rip a few, try, try some sticks out or, or uh, skates, gloves, whatever. So that's definitely a perk of it because, uh, you know, it's a lot easier access to that um, in my position than, than if you're on the uh, retail side of it. So it's that's pretty fun. <laughs> for sure. Well, there it is, guys. Travis Ward, Equipment Manager for the uh, University of Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. Thanks for hopping on. And as always, our boy, Queese. Uh, Love to be here. Thanks for hooking it up. Gentlemen, uh, any last words? I pre- we appreciate you hopping on, Chirp and DMV. Matt, thanks for having us. I uh, appreciate it and then love what you're doing over there with Church and DMV and uh, hopefully get back on here soon. Always a pleasure, Bill.